This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Also joining me is the director of SOM North Africa. For today's broadcast, we'll be calling him Malik for security purposes. David, I want to start with you. Tell me a little bit about how you came to know Malik. Yeah, well, Mark, I should also mention that we are right now in a remote location in Texas. So uh, we had Malik come over here for a speaking engagement. And uh, so it's not our usual mic setup. So people might be hearing that differently. So I just wanted to point that out. Uh, But yeah. Yeah, I know our our listeners can't see see this, but um, I'm on a broadcast microphone and David is literally sharing a microphone between a set of earbuds a little tiny earbud microphone. So <laughs> um, I, it may be a little bit different if we're not on broadcast microphones. Yeah. Today. So we're, we're, but we just wanted to take advantage of this time while we have Malik with us because uh, he's such a uh, effective and powerful leader. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark, as you and I talked about, uh, the exemplifies Christ in his leadership and what God is doing there in uh, Northwest mm-hmm. Africa. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, we, uh, Malik and I met, uh, we were discussing this, it's t- 2011 or 2012, we're going to figure out that date, and, and the Lord's just grown us just to be just uh, beautiful friends, uh, co-laborers of the kingdom, uh, we, we've been able to come beside him, uh, you know, he, he's, a, he's a champion in that region of the world, highly respected, and, and really influencing others to, to see Christ, uh, you know, for who Christ is, for the character change, the transformation, uh, not the religious aspect of Christianity versus Islam kind of thing, right. but what God could do in our lives. Uh, so I'm, of course, honored and blessed to have him with us today. And um, I just wanted him to talk about what God's doing uh, there in Northwest Africa, what he's excited about, and, and just the leadership, the light that God's bringing. Sure. Uh, Malik, the ministry there in North Africa is threefold. Now, we're only going to focus on one part of this, but it's threefold. There's a church planning aspect, a sewing discipleship school aspect, and an agricultural aspect of the ministry. And so in this broadcast, we want to focus on the agricultural part of your ministry. So from what I understand, you're using agriculture to teach about leadership and to teach about discipleship. Tell us how you're going about doing that. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Malik. I'm uh, the SAM director of of, uh, uh, North and West Africa, and uh, I'm uh, so thankful to be able to be part of this broadcast this time, you know, and uh, spending time here in uh, in Texas with my CEO. So uh, that, that's great. <laughs> We're glad to have you. <laughs> thank you, and also uh, thank you, Mark, for this wonderful work that you have been doing, and I've been sure. uh, very highly like wow, amazed about you know the quality of the work. So praise God for that. Well, yeah, in um, you know, in uh, in the Muslim world, you have to have a platform to be able like to reach out to Muslim because uh, uh, they think they are more highly spiritual to us. So we have to find a platform, a way to get to them, mm-hmm. and one of them is a platform of agriculture project, and also you know a way of uh, having contact with them, you know, but also mm-hmm. the, a way of sharing the gospel with them. So we we have been starting this uh, this process since like almost like two years now. Like last right. year, we we seed and fertilizer uh, for four hundred families, 
uh, in uh, wow. four different regions of the country. So, and what mm -hmm. we were doing is uh, uh, providing the physical need uh, to have access to them for this to have access to them for the for the spiritual need. Sure. Now let me ask you this, Malik. Um, yeah, these four hundred families. Some of these are Muslim, I'm guessing, and some of these are Christian. Maybe clarify that. And I'm I'm understanding that you're using agricultural uh, as a way of reaching out to Muslims then because they need this desperately, and this is a way that you're able to show the love of Christ to them. Am I my understanding all that correctly? Well, yes. Ninety eight percent of these people are Muslim. Ninety-eight you know, percent. Okay. Yes, it's like the Christian coming uh, and helping the Muslim. Mm. So we will have a platform uh, to to share the, well, to share the love of Christ, but also to share the gospel uh, to these people. Now, have you had an opportunity to see that in action? To see a, a time when a Muslim uh, was re the recipient of some of this agricultural help, and you were able to speak to them about the love of Christ. Yes, we we have we we have lot of lot of example like that. You know, we have been even like seeing some of them coming to Christ. You know, during this time. So, so people are coming to Christ as a result of this uh, agricultural work. Now, tell us uh, the extent of how are you using that to grow the leadership in the church network there, and then to make disciples because it isn't just about the food. It's that's a that's a way that we're introducing people to Christ, but ultimately it's about developing disciples and leaders. So how does that process work in your ministry? You know, uh, uh, what we do is we, uh, the leaders are Christian, mm -hmm. the leaders, um, and what we do is to empower the people, like the leaders, you know, to have power, you know, to be able like to speak in the life of these people. Mm -hmm. It's not only like uh, a handout and walk away thing, but it is somebody who already live over there would have been Christian and everything is going to be like a, his that leader is going to be his he's a channel you know for the blessing to his community and that's the way of creating raising up his his level of leadership in his community and also to be able like to to achieve the goal of sharing the gospel with them you're seeing these opportunities to to raise up leaders, to show the love of Christ and all of that through these agricultural services. So when we get back, I want to dig into this a little bit deeper and talk about how you're developing church leaders who, who are willing to take these incredible risks for Christ there in North Africa. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm here with David Witt. Uh, David is joining us remotely from the other side of the country. He is on a little tiny uh, microphone on the other end of a set of headphones with our director of SOM North Africa. Now, David, you came into contact with the ministry in North Africa several years ago, and you have some personal experience of what's going on there in North Africa. So, so tell us, uh, give us a picture. Tell us what's 
going on in North Africa that would just be an enormous encouragement to those who are leaders taking huge risks for Jesus right now. Malik is, uh, and I have spent some just sweet fellowship in the last few days, and just sharing hearts, and we just are so encouraged by what the Lord is doing and, and some of the things that Malik has shared. And so, I, you know, I want to really draw that back out of Malik, some of the stories he told me. Malik, you were telling me just recently how one of the, uh, the, the Muslim families you were working with, how they just shared with you the impact of, you know, the, the agricultural project of bringing them the technology, bringing them the understanding and the seeds, the fertilizer. Uh, could, could you share with the podcast what, what you shared with me? Yeah, that was a huge impact uh, this year uh, because many, uh, many people, like specifically uh, small farmers, they don't have uh, seeds. You know, and they don't have fertilizer. And uh, this year, we will be able to provide for that. And one one of the family members, like the head head of the family, he he shared with us. He testified. This he said to me and my workers, we are so thankful uh, mm-hmm. because uh, this is going to be the first year that we're going to have enough food for the whole year. Yeah. So uh, so I want to make sure. Yeah, the podcast community got mm-hmm. that the first year that uh they they he, they haven't ran out of food so they haven't faced hunger okay. and difficulty you know and desperation yeah. Yeah. and 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 mark just for mm-hmm. people to listen this is a hundred dollars a hundred dollars is 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 empowering uh with seeds of fertilizer is empowering the family for a full year you know mark i mean we could go out on a date nowadays for a nicer restaurant fine and and that's a hundred dollars down i mean nowadays with inflation especially in the united states i mean honestly i don't we my wife and i don't go to those kind of restaurants very often but certainly through uh a weekend and 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 i and i hope people get that that the power of yeah. when we truly help one another and that's a little way that the body of christ is coming beside what god is doing in northwest africa it's showing love and we see christ who at the felt need first, he, you know, he healed the sick and then preached the gospel. And that's the same pattern we see happening with the leadership with Malik here and, and in all his leadership involved. In fact, he has 3,500, he was telling me, uh, leaders involved right. who are part of the training because they train in what it means to live in community and to, yeah. sh- to cooperate in resources. And so when they experience that, then they want to know where did they get this wisdom from? Where's this come from? And so it's it's softening hearts, and they're dealing with even very fundamental religious uh, uh, Muslims who are committed to, uh, to Islam, and yet they have this yeah, need, yeah. Uh, the, agriculturally. And mm. and here's here's imams. this group of yeah, imams, on and on, you know. And so so it's exciting what we see uh, the Lord doing. Mm. And, and uh, Malik, I want you to share with us also just the one person who was came on staff with okay. you, and 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 what God did in their heart. The Holy Spirit yeah. just spoke to their heart as they observed you. Share that yeah. story, if you would. Thank you, David, for that. Uh, we uh, we had a, a secretary because we were we wanted to put all the all the people in the office, right. you know, different faith, you know. And we we hired like a Muslim girl, very divided Muslim girl, you know, and she becomes the secretary. The first the first few days, you know, she had to call her mom. She's saying, "Mom, mm-hmm. I never seen people like this. I never seen people like this." You know, and they are so nice and loving people. You know, I never seen people like this. She was in my office and she was working from there. 
and uh, I'm always on the go you know I <laughs> I go <laughs> I don't stay in office so but uh, time to time I will come to the office uh, in order to shine some papers and things like that mm -hmm. and uh, uh, one day I come uh, into the office and she was sitting in my chair you know the chair of the national director of the organization and she wanted to stand up you know I told her no 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 sit down you know that's okay and I sat on the chair of the visitors you know, and I signed the document and I left. And she was, she, she said she'd never seen that before in her life. <laughs> you know, she was um, so amazed, you know. But anyway, uh, she had been watching the life of the people, you know, and she started asking questions. We, uh, we help her, we give a Bible, we pray for her. And today she's part of the, the team who's praying for the organization. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, because she gave her life to Jesus for a long time. She gave her life to Jesus. She saw your example, and she was able to uh, make a decision for Christ. I mean, that's that's huge. And and after watching you guys in, you know, up close and personal, you know, David, this whole thing, I, I don't mean this to be a, um, uh, what, what do they call it, a, a, a mixed metaphor here, but what this all reminds me of is, Matthew 13, the, the parable of the sower and, you know, how the, the, the literally, it was spiritually speaking, it was a parable where the seeds went out and some fell on the path and, and birds took them and some fell on the rocky ground and they didn't, they sprung up and they died out, but others were able to take root and the gospel was able to spring up. And uh, it says, you know, some produced a hundredfold, some 60, some 30. And Jesus says, he who has ears, let, let him hear. Now, again, I don't mean to have a mixed metaphor here, but this seems to be quite literally what's happening here that that the seeds of the gospel are going out as agricultural seeds are going out and we're seeing the, this increase of of a hundredfold 60fold 30fold increase in the gospel is that a fair observation yeah I agree what mark what I say and again it's the seed in the way that in this in a good that that parable there talks about the the ground you know being prepared and mm -hmm. and, and and making the difference and, and but it's a metaphor for mm -hmm. people that the people's hearts and and what's being drawn and what malik is and their you know whole network of leaders are looking for are clean-hearted people and they're lifting up clean-hearted people simply be involved in the work and and they're providing the seeds of the fertilizer but what's behind that is the wisdom the mentality uh, once they uh, part of what they're agreeing to is once their crop comes around, then they're to share ten percent or more mm -hmm. for the next year. So it comes a self-sustaining project that doesn't have to continue to be subsidized by anyone else. But and and that's again a picture back to God's way. God wants to bless His people. A picture of the garden where the mm -hmm. garden itself is flourishing. Mm -hmm. So there's abundance for everyone, and there's not scarcity. And that's what what God does in transformation in villages and, and, and people places. So this year he, they're praying for, to be able to get a thousand farmers, families involved. They did 400 last year and they're, they're increasing it to a thousand more, which will be 1400 in the, because these are a thousand more, right? Thousand new people. No, yes. Yeah. Thousand new so people, now, okay. yeah, a thousand new people. So it's exciting how God is increasing this and, and a, and a felt need, but it, and also a spiritual need. 
That's huge. Well, we want to encourage our listeners to step up in becoming better leaders in the kingdom of God. So At Risk Radio invites you as the listener to get involved with those who are risking much for Jesus. Uh, You can get involved, first of all, just by subscribing to our newsletter. We have updates that come out in the newsletter about what's happening in North Africa that we can't share here on the air, but we would love to keep you informed uh, with our newsletter. It's full color. It comes out every month. It features stories from North Africa as well as Bangladesh and India and all over the world, people that we have uh, out there who are risking much for Jesus. You can sign up for that at atriskradio.com. You can also help us by sharing this podcast with a friend or by subscribing to it. We are greatly encouraged as people are signing up and subscribing to this, this podcast, and it's growing. If you have a question for us or for our director over in North Africa, hey, email it in, and we'd love to answer that here on the air. And lastly, At Risk Radio and SOM International are crowdfunded ministries. We're supported as you donate for books uh, in our bookstore. You can support the ministry in North Africa directly. If you want to give $100 for some seeds, well, we'll get that into the hands of those who can use that to not only plant seeds for their physical needs, but plant seeds for the gospel. Well, until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.